You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Did you know that you can listen to Iron Skillet Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor? It's easy. Look for Iron Skillet Sports or hashtag Skillet underscore sports for our latest episodes. We are Iron Skillet Sports. Oh, my God. Listen, it has been such good talk. You know who it is. It's Jay Sizzle. It's G-Sizzle back here. WGVE 88.7 FM on your FM dial. I love to say it's on your FM dial. I do. I just something about that brings joy to my heart. But before we go any further, one thing we have to do is, Joni, you've got to tell people, where can you get this book? Where can I find it? This novel, if I got to get it right now, if I'm driving off the road, where do I go to get it? Um, Amazon would be the really first um, place you would um, seek the purchase of this book. Um, You can get it in all formats there except audio. We're working on the audio version now. But you can get paperback, you can get an ebook or the hard copy ordered through Amazon. As and Smashwords, you can get an e copy. You can get it on Roku, and there are several other um, affiliates that they have that you can get it through. We've even seen, um, uh, I think it was Roku, where it's being translated into Spanish and in, and um, Japanese and Chinese. And Chinese. So and mm-hmm. and we were so shocked and surprised. Um, but um, those are the places um, I would start at um, at those locations, starting with Amazon. And then you can also go to our website f- that we created for the book, which is called PearlBoyPublishing.com. Again, that is PearlBoyPublishing.com. And all the links to what I'd said prior to are there for Amazon, Smashwords, and so on. Now, can we find you on social media? Are you around on social media? What are your platforms that you're on right now? We both are on um, um, Facebook. We have an Instagram account. We have a TikTok account. And um, I think a few more. But we're not really that active on those. People keep saying, oh, my God, you need to do more and more social media for the book. But um, this is a learning process for two people who are you know, really, senior. it's not easy as it used to be to learn all of these new facets of life. Yeah, it, honestly, that's one of the biggest things when we talk about facets of life. But one thing that is easy to learn is how this book comes together. And one of the centralized themes, we talked about it in the last segment, and we'll talk about it now, is that how you were able to weave in food, weave in art, weave in music, how it all became a texture. It became the backdrop to how this whole story moves forward. So, Joni, Hope, in fact, Hope, I'm going to start with you. Let's do this. Tell me about the food aspect. I I know I want to hear about the art, and I know that you're more than skilled in telling me about the art and what's going on with the tapestry that way. But walk me through the food. Why is food such a central part of this story? Let me tell you why. Mind you, the central character being Aubrey Yang, who is a black woman married to uh, a Chinese, what what do we call him? A a black Chinese. Yes, he was. His his father was Chinese. His mother was black American. His mother was a black American. Well, here comes the whole thing with the food. Okay. We love food. We, we love food. 
we've got the mixture. Okay. And uh, this has always been a part of their table setting, so to speak. Okay. We're our lives. And our lives. So we are lovers of soul food. We had a soul food restaurant. But the point is, soul food mixed with uh, Asian food. Okay. Okay. And all kinds of Asian food, okay, be it Thai, be it Japanese, be it Chinese. So whenever this group sits down to eat, there's the entire mixture on the table as well as being seated around the table, okay? And it is constant in their lives. And and something very important to them Anytime something uh, critical comes about in their lives, uh, it is centered around the food. Um, They have to sit down to a meal. If there's a marriage, if there's a birth, if there's a death, you know, things of that nature. And they they break this quote-unquote bread together. Uh, And it's, it's very interesting because everybody gets their piece of what they want, what they need to satisfy not just their minds, but their appetites. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's amazing because we pretty much eat the same way. We love to combine soul food with Thai food, with Chinese food, Japanese food, you name it. We love it. And, and it's, to me, it's the perfect blend. And nothing is as traumatizing when you, after you eat. You know, people say, oh, get some sleep. You'll feel better about it. Eat something, you'll feel better. That's very true. Yeah. They're not just saying it. When somebody dies, when there's a trauma or people are in a real bad state, you know, we know instinctively as human beings um, to put food in their belly and tell them to get some rest. And it does work. It makes a difference. And when things happen, everybody wants to share that occasion with food. And it 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 you it's, you don't ever forget the occasion then, right? And it just takes everybody to food is spiritual. Yeah, and I grew up with that. Um, Hope grew up with it, and so it's a very um, it was very comfortable and very natural to incorporate it into the book. You know, food has always been comforting. You know, they they call it comfort food. So oh, yeah, so food yes. has been comfort food for a long time. Absolutely. Can we talk about? The skills being balanced in the book. We talk about right now about the food and the art, the comforting side of it. But let's talk about the other side of the scale. There's some tragedy that's going on there. There's some things that are happening there that people have to deal with. And I think the beauty of this book is that the people that are dealing with these processes are regular people. Mm-hmm. And can you talk about when you were writing how are you able to incorporate regular people? How are you able to think as someone else would think? It's very interesting to me with authors, how you have so many of these people alive around you. And could you feel their emotions when you were writing the book? Can you feel when they were nervous? You feel the tears, you feel the sadness. Can you talk about that embodiment of these characters and how you were able to take what was in your head and in your emotions and how you got it out? Yeah, it's, the resilience of human beings to be able to deal with pain, yeah, emotional trauma. And uh, that's what we wanted to convey is that you have to get through it, but you don't have to be it. 
Yes. And so we all find, uh, we find these ways to, uh, each character in the book is dealing with some kind of trauma. Whether it be losing a loved one, oh, uh, uh, it, the book talks about divorce. It talks about same-sex marriage. It talks about all of it encompasses everything. It's very diverse. Uh, um, you have people from Israel in the book, people from China in the book, um, it, it, from England. Well, all the main characters is so diverse that it, it, it just hits a broad spectrum of the world. And we bring all those cultures into the book. And this is really sort of how we see our lives. Mm-hmm. We see our lives as this huge uh, collage of people and their lives and their experiences. So it was real. It was just a natural place for us to go to bring such a diversity of characters. Russia is a big part of this book. And, the you know, the mindset of the people uh, in America, Russians in America, and, and things that are going on. Um, so that that's to answer your question is it was a very natural place. This just seems like such a journey, not only into a tragedy that occurred, but into so many people's lives. Can you, we talk again, please? I want the people who are listening to this right now. I want them to be able to get this book. This book is not just a book. That is going to be a casual table read. This is something that you're going to live. You're going to embody. And this is something that's going to stay with you. Many of us have watched movies and read books. And over the years, they helped change your life. They changed the trajectory of your life because you felt something. It moved something in you. I believe this book is that book. I mean, when you get books translated into different languages now, that... That there and there, now you're talking about other people having to interpret what's being said. That That's not an easy process. We were totally shocked to see our book with this foreign languages attached to, attached to it. So I don't, it was just amazing to us. But one of the things that I think is interesting to the readers, and this is just one part of it, is the fact that when we dealt with the perpetrators, the people that were uh, um, uh, um, doing the killing and, and the police and... Um, is that we try to make it clear that this people, uh, racism is the vehicle they use mm-hmm. to do the sadistic things they like to do. And once you put them in a room where you don't have anybody, uh, a black, Asian, or, or uh, Jewish in that room, um, then they're going to go to who's ever there. Yes. Their own race. And we try to point that out clearly is that it's not just about racism. It's always and will ever for, forever only be a vehicle that is used for people to do the things they want to do. Absolutely. How do we get this book? You get this book by going to pearlboy.com and then you will see all, all you will see all the links um, from smash to smash words, the link to Amazon and a couple of other places. And that will take you to the, uh, the pro- through the process. You can also read the first three chapters uh, um, for free 
um, off of Amazon. And, and let's give everybody the name of the book again. The book again is Accountability, the Book of Caleb. Accountability, the Book of Caleb. Correct. If they go on Amazon, they put the Accountability, the Book of Caleb, mm-hmm. in the search, in the search, and it'll come. It'll come right up. You can also right. also put our names in, oh, yes. and it'll come right up. Yes. In fact, we were about a week ago. We put we put um um uh, the name of the book in and our names in just in a Google search, and it must have been twelve or thirteen different articles and reviews. They came up about the book. Now, people right now, I know you're driving in your cars, and maybe some of you, we have a lot of people that listen on Saturday nights, and we were surprised. I know you're listening to what our authors are saying. You listen to my interest in this book. Here's the thing about it that's amazing about this. Right here in the Gary, Indiana area, in the Miller area, right, is a book that's went international. It's being translated into different languages, right from people from your hometown. This is the time not only to support them, but to understand that this is not just a book, but this can be a movement. This can be a healing for people because that's what needs to happen in our country right now. Because these things, these tragedies, and we want to talk about that, uh, specifically what the book is actually about. We want to talk about that in a very uh because the time is going by so fast. I can't believe it's going by this quick. We're going to do this again. I'm, I'm going to have to get you again. Go ahead. Well, one of the things the book points out, too, is that when it comes to accountability, it surely is a two-edged sword. Yes. You know, for you know, to get any accountability, everybody's going to be cut. Yes. It's one way or the other to get to that. But the thing is, is that, you know, you want accountability through the justice system, mm-hmm. through the legal justice system. And this, and you try your best to, but it doesn't always happen that way. And especially for us as black Americans, it doesn't happen that way. The legal system can be just as bad as the perpetrators who attack us. And we see see sometimes, I'm sorry, and we see sometimes that justice, she's supposed to have the blindfold on, but sometimes she's not always blind. No, she's she's peeping. (laughs) She's peeping over the blindfold many days when it comes to uh, things in this country. But what we try to show is that no matter what another human being does is that um, the power of God Mm. overreaches any injustice Yes, is that when you think is when you think that you cannot get there, then doors open up magically that will get you there. That will start to bring an understanding and healing and let you know that, it's not about what you lost, but it's about people being held in some kind of degree for what they've done, the pain they've caused, the destruction to families, people's lives totally being turned upside down, and, and it's not anymore what it was the day before. And so the book shows clearly that, you know, if you put out in the universe that this is what you need, the answers start to come. The people start to show up out of the blue. That from places you never expected. You start making connections and relationship with people that you didn't know a month ago, but now you can't see spending a day without talking to them or being with them or working on this situation. And that's what we tried to show is that no one person uh, or even a group of people can keep the truth, can keep justice from not you know justice always comes to where it needs to be it just may not be in the time we think it should be in you know 
And that's words to live by right there. What you just said is that people might not get the justice that they think they're supposed to get. But the scales do balance over a period of time. It's very true. That's why the pendulum swings in an uneven, but in a not in a direct way to anybody. It just keeps swinging until there's a balance. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this interview, I'm moved by it. I really am so excited that this is happening, that I'm able to talk to you. Uh, about this because a lot of times people don't really understand the thought processes that an author goes through the embodiment of the book that they go through the pain that they feel the physical toll that it takes i'm pretty sure there were a number of evenings and times like this you went whoa i got i gotta recoup off of that one you know, talk, talk to you a little bit. Hope is pointing to herself over here. What, what do you say, Hope? Oh, so many evenings, I cannot tell you. Um, typing, and, and his style of writing is, again, as you know, unique because uh, the way he goes from subject to subject to this time frame, that time frame, our chapters are actually broken off into days and... Um, so therefore, it it really it's it's at a it's at a, a constant movement that your brain really has to kind of keep up with, and we've had people say, "Hey, it's a little tough. I've read it two or three times, but I get it now. I see, you know, where you were going with this, and uh, it's it's uh, it's just constantly. We've had people also to tell us, "Hey, this was a one night read for me." Now I believe. Amazon or one of the big carriers has timed it out to be what about an eight hour read? Yes, I think it was to that effect. Seventy eight okay. hours. So the point is, and again, we've had people come back and say, "Hey, I couldn't put the book down. I picked it up. Boom, that was it. I burned up a meal in the oven. I didn't go to sleep last night. I missed work. So on and so. So that kind of tells you the the uh, the the motion of you know how quickly this is clipping along and how many lives are affected by, you know, all of these things taking place, all of these different people coming together. And as he mentioned, you know, uh, different ethnicities. Uh, um, Talk about religions. the glossaries and cast of characters. Oh, yes, we quite had, a cast of characters. We had to put quite a, gl- a cast you know, of characters. You don't see glossaries in books anymore. <laughs> but we had to put one in because we realized there was so many... Co- characters and with the complexity of the storyline it you know it made it easier for people to say oh so let me go back here and see you know and then after a while you don't need it do you know but but in the beginning just to keep people it give them a comfort zone yeah and and, uh, and uh, so but the, that again that's that shows our age glossaries <laughs> you know they don't have them anymore in books it's okay but <laughs> we we were complimented highly on doing that for the book because uh, not only did it help you keep your characters kind of in your head, but it even gives some name pronunciations because it is so international. Uh, and, and I felt it was, it was well worth it. And doing the research, even writing out some of the names phonetically. So uh, I'm proud of it. I'm yeah, it's me. So what, you know, but that, that, that's, how things go, but you know, there we are. 
it's one thing with the readers. They get a once you pick this book up, and I'm going to ask again, Joni, where can you get this book? At um, you can get it at Amazon.com. Um, you can get it at Smashword, Roku, and Barnes and Noble. If I didn't mention them earlier, Barnes yeah. and Noble, you can order through Barnes and Noble. Also well. under also under ProBoyPublishing.com. Yes, ProBoy Publishing. You can look it up under our names through Amazon. Yes. Um, and there are numerous ways. I mean, you basically can't miss. And we so. can be contacted our, on ProBoy Publishing. You'll see our email address and both of our personal phone numbers are, are, are available. Okay. All right. Now, that's a personal touch you don't get a lot. You don't get where you can reach out to the author and get a chance to talk to them and get their perspective. But here's one thing I, I notice: This book is full of so much. It's it's. Anybody who watched the series 24, you're used to a high-packed season in one it, – it, it happened – one day happened in 10 episodes. And that this book happens so fast, and it – the only thing that really slows you down is you get to food. And there was the time when they ordered the food in, and they got – some mama pearls and then they went and got some Chinese and everybody came to the table and they put the, the good fineries on the table. Cause it was a lot of people moving in and out, just like in any family. It's a lot. And somehow whenever food comes around, it's a lot of people and they all show up and they all want a plate. And then I think to myself, is there going to be enough for me later on this evening? That's what, <laughs> that's my, my major thought is, am I going to get another plate of this at some point? But with all that that's happening, because it's espionage that's happening in here. There's investigative work. There are family relationships and, and dynamics going on here. There's some relationship issues going on here. It's some hanky and panky going on in this book. Yes. And you get all that wrapped up with good food. And it, it really, I'm going to tell you the truth, you get really hungry. After you start <laughs> reading a couple of chapters, you're like, dog. Don't forget romance. That's there, too. Well, that's yes. that was the hanky and the panky. Okay. That was all. Oh, that was. <laughs> I couldn't say it as eloquently as romance. I, I was like, oh, my. Oh, they. Ooh, they go, oh, oh, they were going to. Oh, he did what? Oh, they did. Oh, because it was one part. I was like, oh, 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 he's. Oh, oh. Oh, you know, for a whole chapter, I was sitting there like, wait, no, uh -huh. yeah. I said, the brown glistening. I said, okay, let me keep moving. I said, let me keep going. Let me keep going. But if I'm reading that and I'm getting all this good information from it, what is it that you want readers to take away from reading accountability, the book of Caleb? Um, I think it's, it's, the family dynamic. You never know where your strengths are coming from. Just like them meeting these cousins from the South, so to speak, just out of thin air. Um, or someone coming from overseas joining up with this family that happened to know these cousins or the divorce that occurred in the family, but yet and still there's a lot of closeness between these ex-spouses. So, again, you never know where your strengths lie. And 
So as my mother used to tell me, don't burn bridges, not too fast at least. <laughs> uh, seriously. And, you know, another term, what goes around comes around. So play it right, play honest, play fair. And I, I think that's very important to learn in this book, particularly when you get to the end with oh, our... Oh, we uh, won't give that away on Okay, the end we won't say any more. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this... And, and I'll have to say this. Book two is going to elaborate even more so on that. Uh, that was my next question coming up. <laughs> okay. I, I, I heard, uh, I see this labor of love. Look, you all are not in the same place I am right now, but I'm going to take you here. They're both sitting up in their chairs, <laughs> leaning forward, <laughs> smiling, like, like this is a new child that they just brought into the world, <laughs> so excited about this, and then now we hear from hope. <laughs> Is there another book coming? Is this what you're? Is this what you're saying? We're already working on book two. Wow. Yes. Yes. It is like a child. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God, it is like birthing yeah. the child. As yeah. much as I can imagine birthing a child, it yeah. does remind me. Yeah. Uh, but um, one of the things I like people to take away from the book is that the book, you know, racism is a part of it and people's actions, and but the book is really shows that these people from all different backgrounds, all different races work together yeah. for a common goal. Yeah. Goal to, to you know, to make accountability, make these young men's lives not be in vain. Yeah, and definitely I think this is a book that people realize they hear about this and they think the book is going to be one sided. It's not you know, they, they they think it's going to be bashing one group of people over no. the other. And and it's not no. that at all. It's actually right. enlightening. Yes. That you see from each point of view, yes, how their lives have been changed yes. by yes. this particular yes. event, yes. and I think that's the yes. power of this book is that not only is it a good read, but there's a universal truth in there. That truth will rise to the top if you allow it to, mm -hmm. and all. And I really believe, and I'm sure that you all in the book, people are inherently good. Yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people are good. Is what the actions that people do are what is bad. People, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. Absolutely, and He's not a dual God. And you see, um, in this situation, you see an act that occurs. And people's lives are forever changed yes. with that act. Yes. But we also see some people coming to grips with what has happened. Yes. Mm -hmm. And even though I can't make it right, I can do right. That's right. And I yes. think that's the importance of this book. And look, if you are not excited out here about reading this book, mm -hmm. if you're not excited about not reading the book, right, this is something you're going to embrace. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is going to be part of, you're, you're going to be calling your friends about it. Hey, did you read chapter three? See, it's one of these books, see, sometimes you get ahead, you go, okay, look, we're going to read. This is a book club book. Definitely a book that if we start here, we're going to read this chapter, but you know it's always somebody who's going to get well ahead of the game. Right. And this is that book you're going to discuss. Can we talk again? How do we get this book? And the reason why we're saying this a number of times, because I want y'all to get it. I want, I want you all to support these authors from right here in your hometown and we're heard we're heard all around the world we, we, we've had people contact us out of canada we have people contact us out of australia so the thing is is that we want these people also to know that 
there's something good going on right here, and you better get it while you can. Because the next book that's coming up, if I see, boy, <laughs> there's a whole series coming on after this. Go yes. ahead, tell, us, tell us how to get this book again. Um, again, you go to pearlboypublishing.com, and you'll find links to Amazon. You'll find links to Smashword, and, and they have affiliates such as Barnes & Noble, Roku, and many others that you can purchase the book through. It's available in electronic version, paperback, and a hardcover. We are currently working on the audio version of the book. I want to be in the audio version. I I, I want to at least, <laughs> I'm putting in my bed now, I want to be uh, Jerome. <laughs> the food deliverer. Okay. <laughs> he is, he's the one who weaves in part two. He weaves the central story of how his food deliveries have helped solve crimes throughout the city. Here's Jerome. And when he comes in, he says, good evening, family. That's all he says. And half the food is eaten by the time he gets there. Right. First of all, don't try and uh, jump the shark here, sir. You can't get, you, you just can't start writing your, wait, are they nuggets? Oh, if they're nuggets, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nuggets always. You know, you're amazing. Absolutely amazing. Any, anything to do with food, he's really ready and willing to uh, deliver and help you eat it also. He's he's a, he's the first to, he'll come in with his own place serve, setting right there. He'll set up the place and he'll sit down and have dinner with you. That's a, that, you know what? That might be a, that might be another entrepreneurial business we could do. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That's what Jerome does. That's the Jerome service. He comes in and helps the family. You see where we are. You see, <laughs> you see, family. This is what we do. This is only what you can get on the sizzle. You can't get this anywhere else because now Jerome has come in and helped you to solve your problems by eating dinner with you. So he's not a service dog. He's a service eater. <laughs> does Jerome wear a cape? If you pay him to. <laughs> I mean, if Jerome, I mean, if you want Jerome in a cape, Jerome can do it all. Jerome can wear well, superheroes wear capes. Well, yes, yes. that's right, and superheroes also eat food. And so, yeah. in that sense, we've got to think Jerome will be there. there okay. So, let's talk about quickly before we get ready to go. Let's talk about some of these new projects. I know that you've got this book, but. What are you working on? What next? And also, you've got some jewelry. You you guys are Renaissance people. You do a lot of things. So what are some of the new projects and some of the things that you're working on currently? Well, we every day we have to do some kind of creative work. So whether that's make jewelry, whether that's write or cooking, and those are three of our natural go-tos to get through each day is uh, having a great meal and a conversation and or creating a, a beautiful piece of jewelry or um, going in and start writing and developing the characters and the storyline. So those things that really, I have to tell you, the world outside of our lives and the four wall don't exist when we start doing either one of those three things, really. And people that know us, they are like-minded. They love art. They love music. They love good food, and so we. That's really what we do. You know, it is a. It's a love of of all the things that you do, and you put it all together, right? And you're always 
putting work together and you're always putting some creatives are always in motion. And I think a little bit of them dies when they're not creating, they're not actively a part of a creative setting. But before we go, the one thing is I've got to say it again. Wonderful book. This is a novel that if you have a chance to read, if you're a read consumer, if you like to read a lot and you, you intake a lot of information, this is a one-nighter. Even if you're a slow reader, this is worthwhile. Or if you're a reader like I am called a car reader, where you have to play it through my car system so that I can read it later, but I've heard it, yeah. this is the book for you. So I'm going to ask one more time, where can listeners find this book and get this book right now? You can start at pearlboypublishing.com, and on there you will find links to Amazon, um, a Smashwords, Roku, Rakuten, um, Barnes and Noble, uh, some of the affiliates of all the ones I just mentioned. So uh, uh, Amazon is the hub, a Smashword is a hub, and then it spirals out all these different things and different points of uh, where you can purchase the book and find out more about it. Well, you know, this has been an amazing interview been an amazing time to have the Masons and just have a chance to sit down and talk to them, not only about this book, but about what they do, who they are, and give everyone, this is not just a Black History Month thing. This is a 365 thing. But if you don't know, this is the jumping point. This is the starting point for everyone, which would be Black History Month. And you know it's something that we focus on, and hopefully you've enjoyed this. Make sure that you go to Amazon, get you a copy of Accountability, the Book of Caleb by Jane H. Mason. This is going to be a good read for you. This is how you start your year off. If you have a book club, make sure that you get those ladies and those men a copy of this book so that it can be distributed through your club, and then by the next meeting you all have gotten enough food and had enough conversation to enjoy this book as you keep going you know who it is you know what it is it's the sizzle in the building he's jay sizzle i'm g sizzle and when we come back you know what we got to do man we got to give you the best music that's in the 219 the best music in the region listen we got a mix coming up for you that's going to be so great that it's going to make you shaking your pants and it's going to make you dance that's all i can say so listen keep listening to w GVE 88.7 FM and we will see you on the other side. You're listening to The Sizzle on WGVE 88.7 FM.